What up, y'all? It's your boy, BTG. Open run with BTG, and guess what? Football season has, I wouldn't say officially taken over, uh, but it is the main sport that's going on right now. College football is still hanging on to a thread because COVID has definitely, you know, early on when we didn't even know college football was coming back, um, I'm like, you know, at first a lot of people was like, yo, soon as one player catch COVID, they're going to shut it down. That has not been the case because, you know, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is by far uh, the best, well, I would say one of the best quarterbacks in uh, in college football right now, which would be, he, he'll probably be between number one and number three draft pick. Number one, you know what I mean? But you never know who will uh, just come out of nowhere or be more consistent. No, you never know. You just never know. But right now, as of right now, Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback coming out, coming into the draft. And he tested positive for COVID. He's been out for, what, two, three games already? Uh, Clemson uh, lost to Notre Dame. And it's like, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. And it's been a lot of different programs who have caught COVID. I know uh, we play UCLA. Uh, by the way, the Pac-12 just started this past weekend. And USC made a, a great comeback against Arizona State. UCLA made a good comeback but didn't win the game against Colorado, um, and then our next game is against Utah. I think Utah, yeah, against Utah. And they're pushing the game back to Saturday. We're supposed to play a Friday, on a Friday night. They're pushing it back to Saturday because um, they, wanted, they want Utah to be able to play with all their players because I think they had a couple of players that was uh, in the whole little COVID thing as well. Um, so college football is hanging on. And, um, I mean, who am I to complain? I, I would love to say that I'm here for the kids, which I am. But, you know, it's all about that mighty dollar when it comes to the sports in general, including college football and college basketball, which college basketball will be on the way. And the NBA draft will be this weekend. So we got a lot of content coming this week. Um, as far as the NFL, boy, them Pats and them Jets is playing right now. The Pats look god-awful. They look terrible. Um, not only that, we, we recently seen, uh, which we thought was going to be a shootout, which would probably help me a little bit more if Brady was actually to find one of his goddamn receivers and or running backs or tight ends in the goddamn end zone. But guess what? This is the first time I've seen Brady go touchdownless. I mean, shit, they almost went scoreless, but they kicked the field goal. And they got their ass whooped by the Saints. And the thing about it is, like right now, I just finished telling you about the Patriots uh, playing against the Jets. Um, and the Jets are a terrible team. Shout out to my boy, Manny. But the Jets are a terrible team. And that's just the, that's just the facts, right? I'm not shitting on them. Oh, not to mention my, uh, the homegirl, Steph. She's a Jets fan, too. Um, they're, just got, they're just terrible. And right now, they're leading the Patriots by six points right now. Um, and the the Patriots are bad. Like, when the last time you said that, that the Patriots was actually a bad team, um, they're struggling. And the Bucks have been struggling for a couple of games, too. You know, um, we've seen what happened with the Bears. And, you know, they got their ass whooped by the Saints, which, you know, the Saints... 
as of lately has been playing a little bit better. But starting off, this is probably the worst start off that the Saints has, has that they've had in a while. And, you know, of course, my Raiders beat the Saints. And that just makes me feel better seeing that they manhandled um, the Bucks when the Bucks not too long ago beat up on us, you know. But yet and still, we were able to put up 20 some points on the on the on the Bucks, um, which says a lot because I'm, I'm going to get to my Raiders in a minute. You know, they played against a Raiders team that don't have a number one wide receiver, you know, and um, our best receiver is probably Winfro, who is a slot receiver, and Darren Waller. But I'm just seeing how everything is shaping up uh, in the league right now. Of course, they added the extra playoff spot. So, you know, uh, you know, right now, my, you know, my, my Raiders is playing well. Uh, they recently beat the Chargers, which was a fucking nail biter, by the way. Like my anxiety when it, when I say it literally came down to the last two plays, it literally well, it obviously it came down to the last drive, and I just knew it when we couldn't punch it into the end zone. I just knew I was like, yo, we either got. I mean, it would it would have been good if we would got a field goal out of it, but I really wanted the touchdown because that would have put the game away. Because I knew the Chargers was going to, they were going to march downfield. See, when we beat the Browns, that was in terrible weather condition. As far as, um, you know, the, Cleveland is used to playing in bad weather because they're over there in the Midwest. And it's, you know, it's windy, snowy, rainy, hell, all kind of bullshit going on over there in Ohio. Uh, the Raiders are not used to playing in that type of weather, weather period. I mean, they have played in in, in, the, in the past in playoff games and things like that, or later on in the season against those Midwest and Eastern teams. But in general, they play in good weather, right? Um, and they will most likely play in good weather majority of the season because now they play in Vegas, which is, you know, great weather, and they play inside of a uh, retractable dome. Um, but... You know they played that that Cleveland game, and that came off of a, that came off of a bad loss uh, to the Bucks, and we needed that win. And you know we've been you know pretty much criticizing our defensive coordinator, and we stepped it up at the same time. That was a Browns team that did not have Odell Beckham. Um, they still had their weapons; they just didn't have Odell, and um, they played well because I think we only. You know, the Browns had only, what, scored, was it six? I don't know if we gave them, you know, one, a, a freebie, but I remember them scoring six. Um, so that, that built up some momentum. We have, a, we have one of the easiest, second-half easiest schedules. Uh, so we need to capitalize off of that. And I know I sit up there and I clown the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? I've been clowning the Chargers. They are a rival team. I wish they would go back to San Diego, but shit is set in stone now, right? So I can't cry over spilled milk. They're, they are an official L.A. team. Um, and I clown in them, I always will, but they have a good team. They they didn't have uh, um, they didn't have Bosa. You know what I mean? They didn't have Bosa. That would have that been a major uh, difference. Because Bosa gives us problems in general. You know, they got Melvin over there. Them two cats is like, they wreak havoc 
on that line that we got. And you already know we have offensive line issues right now. Um, but they have a good squad. They got Keenan Allen over there. You know what I mean? And and as far as their up and coming quarterback, he's solid. You know what I'm saying? He he's real solid. Man. He is the future. But a lot of people feel like because of what happened with Tyrod Taylor, this is a curse to the Chargers. Uh, that game was that was a good game. I'm not going to lie to you. I would say somewhere in the third, I felt like this is a possibility that we might lose this game because at one point they couldn't stop us offensively, but we couldn't stop them either, though, at certain points. And once, you know, I figured they was getting the ball back, when they got the ball back and they was going to drive downfield, once they completed that 19-yard completion to the sideline, I was like, damn, here we go. Um, I thought that they were going to pass it to Keenan Allen or their tight end, Hunter. And he's a good tight end, by the way. Um, but they didn't. They didn't. They went up top. I forgot the receiver name, but they went up tw- top twice to the same, re- uh, not the same receiver. I take that back. It wasn't the same receiver. It was two different receivers. Can't think of their name. Don't really care either. Um, but initially, he caught the ball. Both of them caught the ball, but they just couldn't bring it down. The first one I seen, I'm like, yo, incomplete. He couldn't hold on to it. It was obviously, but he hit that ground pretty hard and he was out. You know what I mean? Um, They went back. They went back, right? And he caught the ball. And I always look, when they catch the ball to the highest point, I always look. Guys, I know they're going to eventually bring it. Most of the time, they like to bring it down. When they don't have full control of the ball, they're they're trying to bring it into their body so they can get a better grip of it. Um, I seen the ball hit the ground, right? And I said incomplete. When I seen our DB say, no, incomplete, the receiver got up and he sold it. Not only did he sell it, not only did he sell it, but the, you know, the fireworks, the confetti came out of nowhere. Um, people started rushing the field, et cetera, et cetera. But all, all touchdowns are reviewed. Most of the angles, you couldn't really see it. But there was one good angle that showed it and boy did he sell it because not only was it an obvious incomplete but you know that damn he I put it to you like this it was incomplete but he damn sure made up for it because for like for a split second I think everybody thought it was a touchdown um that improves our record to five and three you know we got we'll be in we'll we'll have to play the Chargers again we got we got a we got a nice little division matchups coming for the second half of the season because we got to play the Chargers again. Uh, at least we'll get them at the house this time. Um, we have to play. We still have we have yet to play Denver, and we have the Chiefs one more time. And the Chiefs are seven and one right now, and which is which is pretty. It's kind of nerve-wracking because right now they're supposed to have at least they I mean early on they they should have lost to Detroit. You know, Carolina almost got them. You know, Kansas City can be beat because we are the only team that beat them. 
Uh, but right now, we should it, it should be a dog battle between Kansas City and the Raiders as far as first place in the AFC West. But those other teams just couldn't capitalize. Just couldn't capitalize. But, I mean, cre- credit and salute to the Chiefs for getting the job done because it's not like, you know, it wasn't no cheating or anything like that involved. And, you know, they... They uh they 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 pulled it out, you know. Carolina, you know, Mr. Field goal, you know. Detroit just it, they just couldn't capitalize. Um, but right now, seven and one versus five and three. Um, you know, right now I feel pretty confident. I feel pretty confident, and this goes back to this goes back to like my Lakers. I know you're like, yeah, BTG brought up them goddamn Lakers. But you know how a lot of people were writing off uh, Rob Palinka. A lot of people, you know, it, it wasn't much slander towards Vogel, but they didn't feel like he was the right coach, right? And it's the same thing for Mike Mayock and uh, uh, John Gruden when they found out that you know Davis gave Gruden a ten-year contract. And, you know, they hired Mike Mayock. They was like, yo, what does he know about the job, et cetera, et cetera. And Gruden, you know, but Gruden is, a, is he has a different history than Mike, than, uh, than Vogel. You know what I'm saying? Because Vogel has always been a solid coach, but they wouldn't consider him a championship contender type coach. Whereas Gruden, you know, actually won a Super Bowl. Um, he has, you know, he's, he's taken us to the AFC championship before, um, a couple of times, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, he has a solid resume. Um, he, I would say this, he has a much better resume compared to coach Vogel. Well, actually Vogel has a championship. Well, you know, I would say he still has a better resume than Vogel, but the, Reason why I'm bringing that up is because a, a lot of people had their opinions about, you know, Gruden coming back to the Raiders, Mike Mayock, you know what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the drama between him and Derek Carr. And I want to talk about Derek Carr a little bit. <laughs> Derek Carr is the best quarterback that's not being talked about. And, then, you know, I know you still got the Bradys out there and, 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 uh, and Drew Brees is still hanging on. His past couple of games, he's been playing out of his mind. You know what I'm saying? But you still have the A.A. Rods, Aaron Rodgers, the God. You got Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? And it, you got all kind of, you got Pat Mahomes. Like, you got all type of quarterbacks out there that's killing it right now. But Derek Carr is right up there with the numbers as well. I don't have the numbers on with me, but I'm listening to sports shows daily, mainly football, and he's right there. You know what I'm saying? That he didn't have a great game against the Chargers, but he had a solid game against the Chargers. He had some solid numbers. Fantasy-wise, not so much. I needed a couple more touchdowns and at least 200 yards passing. That was a good defense that, that he played against. It's not a good defense overall, but Sunday is, is Sunday to Sunday with this because you you seen like the Dallas Cowboys are a trash team right now, but they took Pittsburgh to the limit, and Pittsburgh is still undefeated. One of the best teams in the league. Yet the Dallas Cowboys took them all the way to the, you know, they, they, they took them to the limits. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just, you never really know. Shout out to the motherfucking Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals. Like, when I don't, <laughs> them niggas is like, Cow, 
They are playing phenomenal. Shout out to Tua. Shout out to Murray. These are all quarterbacks that's, that can't see over their offensive linemen. These are, these are short point guards out there slinging that rock. You know what I mean? So, man, shout out. But I want to get back to Derek Harmon. He's actually playing. You know, they actually have a, uh, a compilation video of him with these wild jumps and flips that he be doing. He just got to stay consistent. That man can play some football. You know, even though I still truly feel that might not be his quarterback, but it seems like Derek Carr is trying to make him be the quarterback for John Gruden. And the thing is, all he has to do is just stay consistent. And staying consistent is just knowing, getting out of that goddamn pocket. If you got to get out of that pocket and bail, get out of there. If not, throw it away. It's been plenty of times where Carr believes in his line a little too much. He doesn't have a Brady line. He doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers line, and he doesn't have a Drew Brees line. And even those lines were, you know, Brady has always had a solid-ass line. He probably had one of the best lines besides Peyton Manning. Outside of that, every quarterback had to fend for their own. But the thing is, these quarterbacks know when to get the hell up out of there. Shout out to uh, Eli Manning. Not the second half of his career. He was definitely in them cement blocks. But the thing is, you got to know that you just got to know. You got a banged up offensive line. You know what I'm saying? You got you got these offensive linemen playing in different, you know, different positions on the line. And it's like, you got to be aware of that. Get out of there. And I was in it. And what really saved the game, what really won the game was that third and long where he went and he dove for that first down to extend the play for us to score a touchdown because he ended up doing it. He ended up throwing it to Darren Waller. So it's like, yo, that's what Raider Nation has been looking for is him extending the play. They have a lot of criticism talking about he doesn't throw it downfield a lot. He's been throwing it downfield a whole fucking lot this season with limited uh, teammates. You know what I'm saying? Just We got Ruggs, but Ruggs is hurt every other game. We got Waller. He's not necessarily a deep threat, but you, I mean, you can use him as a deep threat versus the linebacker and maybe a couple of safeties. You know what I'm saying? But we really don't have the the other rookie we got on the side. He just came back uh, from an ankle injury, and it's like we don't have an official deep threat. Oh, but I will say we do have Aguilar. I take that back. That is our deep ball guy. And look how many. You know, we seen what Aguilar did against the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? We see, and we seen what he just did against the Chargers. You know what I'm saying? He had, it was like a 40 or 50 yard bomb that he caught uh, last game. So the thing is, he's extending the play and he's throwing that mug downfield. We just got to be consistent. The one thing that worries me is I don't want to run Jacobs too much. We, I love that we have Booker. I love that we have Booker in the back. You know what I'm saying? Because we definitely need that. And he's a solid running back because I don't want to run Jacobs into the ground. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? This is only his second year. And it feels like he's been running for eight years already, all his life. Offense, I'm not so much worried about. I'm really not. But I also know that our offense can carry the defense only against mediocre teams or just above average teams. Which means that defense really gives our offense a lot of power. It really does. If our defense can get off the field, our offense seems to respond to that a little bit better. 
You know what I'm saying? But when we can't move the ball, obviously, I know it's a cliche, when we can't move the ball, then it's going to be an issue because our defense got to come back on, and we don't have a great defense. We got some solid cats on the line, but, I mean, Max Crosby, I love the guy, you know what I'm saying? Farrell, he's getting there, you know what I mean? Nesby, I like Nesby, you know what I mean? Our linebacker pressure kind of bothers me. I'm not going to lie to you. Kind of bothers me. Um, and we got we got a mixture of young DBs and old DBs, you know, and we just still trying to figure out. Honestly, I don't, it's not much as, it's not so much as the players, it's the scheme. You know what I mean? And we, yeah, we did wake up for that Cleveland game, but that was for one game. You know what I mean? The Cleveland team, that Cleveland team is a much better team than that San Diego, I mean, that, um, that Charger team. Um, you had to still, and I know it, it's a, it's a rival game. You know, it's an individual rival game, so we know each other. So it's going to be a dogfight. You had to still, if we're going to get to that next level, we got to dominate the team that need to be dominated. And we're going to go to the next level. But I'm pleased with our overall play thus far. I really am. I really am. Carr has played real well. I think he should be in MVP talks, but obviously he's down the totem pole behind three or four quarterbacks. I could dig that. You know what I'm saying? But he should definitely be up there because his numbers is not too far from Brady's, not too far from Breeze, not too far from Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? And he's doing it with less. You know, yeah, we got a stud running back. We got a solid tight end. And we got a deep threat in rugs. You know, Winfro is our safety blanket. But yet still, we don't have the same weapons that everybody else has. Now, Aaron Rodgers is an exception to the rule because he can actually play with anybody. You just got to get him a goddamn defense. <laughs> That's it. Get him a goddamn defense, which he pretty much never really had. He has some solid defenses, though. Um, other than that, man, I'm excited. I think um, I got to check our schedule. I'm not sure who's up next. I'm not sure who's up next. Do we got Denver up next? I'll see. Shout out to shout out to JL, though. I see Denver. I see Denver out there working. They just got smacked by Atlanta. That is embarrassing. No, it's not because it's Denver. I expected Denver to lose to Atlanta. I didn't expect... I watched that bum fight two weeks ago when Denver played the Chargers, and the Chargers blew it. Uh, but shout out to JL. Uh, Denver out there looking looking how they looking. Hopefully, we can, we can sweep y'all. Cause I, and look, y'all should be willing to roll over anyway. Y'all ain't y'all in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. You know what I mean? Um, but y'all do got a solid quarterback over there. I like him. He listened to Jeezy, right? I remember that clip where he was listening to Jeezy the game after he beat us, uh, last game of the season. Yeah, yeah. He out there looking like seven kids of shark shit. But he's still solid, though. I like him. I like him. Like, he's a guy, he got like a little spunk to him. You know what I mean? He's solid. He's solid. He just need, he, he, he needs some weapons over there. <laughs> he definitely needs some weapons over there. They, yeah, yeah, I got Corlin Sutton, though. I think, I think it's not enough. Um, yeah, but shout out to my Raiders. Shout out to my Raiders. And, um, I think that's it for the week, man. That's it for the week. I think, uh, next week I got to touch on that draft. I got to touch on that draft. So real quick, a hot take. They saying, uh, LaMelo might be somewhere around the 17th mark, 17th pick, which is crazy to me because I consider him a top five pick at least lottery at that. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see all of, you know, we already know is, what the team needs and stuff like that. And, um, you know, a lot of players have had private workouts. 
um, combines and shit like secret little combines. And you never know who's been stepping up doing these secret, secret workouts. So um, shout out. I can't be, I can't wait until that goddamn draft. I'll tell you that much. And uh, that's it, man. I'll see y'all next week. The gym is now closed.